Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, Daniel? We're just cranking through fall. It's almost holidays. I know. We're going to start coming out with the holiday specials. We are over uh gonna be over capacity at the tatro household for thanksgiving which we love i mean it's like you know over capacity of joy yay but no we've got a lot of people coming for thanksgiving and we ran into a problem last year we had a lot of people we did two turkeys which you'd think well that makes sense you got that many people except that's two ovens Okay. Two ovens, so which we ironically do have. There's a long story about that, but we do actually have two ovens. But then that's how do you cook anything else? It's true. Very Your difficult. Stovetop or grill. It was very difficult. So what we're thinking this year is pot- potentially buying one of those pre-cooked. Like we'll do a turkey because, mm-hmm. you know, I love my turkey. And then buy another one yeah. pre-cooked. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. We've had them before thing. from... Um, We've gotten like a pre-cooked Whole Foods one that you just kind of have to warm up mm. some, one time because we're. I really just care about the sides, honestly, really? for Thanksgiving. I don't yeah. really care but about the But you don't turkey. do like a traditional turkey, right? Don't you do something unique? We mix it up when yeah. the family allows us to. So we've done everything. Yeah. I mean, we've done lamb. We've done uh, mm-hmm. pork. I mean, it's smiling at me. <laughs> every yep. meat you can imagine. Well, what I'm happy about is the 18th of November, Run Philadelphia. Right, so I'm zeroed okay. in, yep. dialed in for that, and then come back, and like the next week is Thanksgiving. It's rest week, chow down. Oh, I can't wait! It's gonna be great. You're like peeking right into the holidays. I know, I love it. Oh and my goodness! And then you goodness. turn around and start training for something after that. Have to, man, have to. 2020, 2023 has been. will be three races. It's been a roller coaster of a year. It's not been great. I mean, I'm just gonna. I want it for from a running perspective. Just get it over with. I'm ready to be done with it, and I'm going to move into 2024. Cool. 2024 is going to be a great year for running. Start great working year. on the goals. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, housekeeping. This episode sponsored by Jewel Financial. J o u l e Financial dot com. Visit us on the web. Learn more about our wealth development program. Are you out there with a complex situation needing uh, the help of an advisor? We might be for you. You can check us out. Uh, we can set up a Zoom. We can learn more about your situation. If there's a fit, we're happy to help. If not, we will certainly point you in the right direction. There's no fee or obligation for that. So again, visit us on the web, jewelfinancial.com. Always looking for great questions. Love the queue. The question queue is great. Uh, keep them coming. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. You also can go to our website, sign up for our newsletter. We've got some great content coming out. There's a lot going on in the world. I just want to detract again real quick before we get to this great question. I, I want to encourage people that y- you have to I, – I have to remind myself of this daily. It's not easy. I have to remove my emotional ties to what's going on in the world with my view of markets and how I should handle my own investment strategy. That is a very difficult uh, thing to do, especially when you're – a I'm primarily a passive investor. I am a, a long. I do not need capital at this moment. I'm a long-term investor. I'm a passive investor. We're going to go through many of these episodes, ups and downs, etc. But it's very difficult when you look at 
the state of the world, the state of our uh, government, the state of our economy. So I just want to encourage you all out there. You got to kind of have a split personality to a degree when you're looking at long-term investing. You really do. Um, And you can hopefully, if you're seasoned enough, think back on where your emotions and personality was during other difficult times like COVID or maybe the financial crisis or the dot-com bust, if you can go back that far. Other episodes like that where you might see the future, uh, at least what it looks like right now and what you think it's going to look like. And it's hard to remain uh, invested, but it is very worthwhile to do so. So I just want to encourage you to hang in there. Uh, Things will improve uh, for sure. And uh, and we'll look back on this and hopefully we'll be a better uh, nation and world from it. We'll see. All right, let's get to our questions. We've got a DIY Money Junior, quasi junior. I mean, 17 going on 18 is, you know, but enough to get the release form signed. So we had to do that. True. So we got a question from Joshua, not my son, another Joshua. What do you got? DIY. My name is Joshua. I just had my first job. I'm 17 and just saved $1,000, and I'm wondering what I should do with it to get more money. Don't beat around the bush, Leonard. Okay. I mean, I love the straightforwardness of it. More money. What do I do to this to get more money? So you understand the uh, ability of capital to create more capital. That is a phenomenal thing. I will take a, a just you know, dovetailing off the same uh, conversation we just had. That's one of the greatest things about the United States. Uh, We tend to forget that. But at 17 years old, you were able to work, get a job, uh, and save $1,000. I mean, that is, in many parts of the world, number one, impossible. Uh, uh, Unemployment at young ages is, I mean, skyrocketing around the world, has been that way for a long time, and then you saved. And, oh, by the way, you have it in a bank or somewhere where you're, comfortable with it. You don't have to worry about it disappearing overnight, which is, again, pretty darn amazing. So <laughs> I would that's falling on deaf ears. I know it is, Joshua. So hang in there. But um, I would say I don't want to I don't want to uh, detract or assume that you're not an entrepreneur. So the first thing I want to say is and this again, this may land flat and it may not be what you're looking for at all. And I'll let Daniel answer the more stereotypical investment investment uh, questions, but how did you make this money? Did you do some kind of side hustle or is this traditional work? Because if it's a side hustle, can you invest that money in your little side hustle and make a lot more? What are you interested in? Uh, Can you invest that money in something that grows a side hustle? I think youth today, especially 16, 17 years old, have an unbelievable opportunity to make extra money. I know a young man who uh, taught himself how to do video editing, undercut a professional video editor that does it full time, got a contract, and now basically can make anywhere from 100 to $150 a week as a kid, like a teenager. And what he is looking to do in addition to make that money is now reinvest into better computer equipment, better software, uh, better education so that he can grow that. He realizes very quickly, okay, yeah, I'm making money, and it's nice to have a little walking around money, but I can also reinvest this, and why not make $500 a week or $1,000 a week? 
So I don't want to get past the fact that maybe you made this money, you know, helping somebody out or whatever, and, you know, you're thinking, well, gosh, if I bought a pressure washer, instead of just getting paid on the side to do, you know, the work for this guy, if I bought a pressure washer, what if I could pressure wash driveways all across the neighborhood on my own, and I own the pressure washer, and I plug into their water, and boom, the next thing you know, you turn that 1000 into 20000 or whatever. So I don't want to detract from that. I would really consider you, because uh, I do know your family, Joshua. Uh, again, we're not related, but I do know his family. And I know you're a very entrepreneurial family, and maybe that's something that you could consider doing. The only thing I'll, I'll say, and I would like Daniel to address this because I'll kick it over to him because I've gone on too long already, is if you're going to just standard invest because you made some income, even if you're 17, you could look at some sort of Roth IRA, which then would basically avoid all taxes for you in the future. So I'll let Daniel touch on that or traditional investment stuff. What say you, Daniel? Two out, ninth inning. And look who's coming up. Well, yeah, I think if you've started your income and employment journey, <clears throat> then uh, definitely beginning your savings for retirement journey makes sense. Because uh, the sooner you start working and the sooner you start saving out of those uh, wages from working, the sooner potentially then you can retire. Uh, you just allow compound returns to work in your favor by adding lots of time to them. And time is one of the biggest factors when it comes to those compound returns. So definitely get in the habit of selecting a percentage of your income that you're just going to chuck into retirement accounts. If you can do that when you're making a couple hundred bucks a week, then when you're making much more per week later in life, you've already built that muscle and that discipline, and you won't really miss it because you just kind of are adding that. You're saving by percentage such that as your income goes up over time, you're saving more and more, but you're not necessarily missing it per se. Uh, so if you can get that discipline... That is fantastic. The other discipline you should get in the habit of is having that emergency fund set aside. Uh, whether it's that thousand dollars fast cash, your age, you know, five hundred to a thousand dollars sitting in a high yield savings account or something like that, will do really well. And if you get in the habit of always seeing some cash there on the side, then in the future, uh, you'll also continue that habit as well. So really, as you start in your work life journey, it's about creating these small habits that then will allow you to save significantly in the future because you're taking care of these really small foundational things that sometimes we're encountering people in their 30s and 40s and having to start from scratch there for them to learn those basic things, except they're trying to learn them whilst having like debt and all of these things that they're trying to remedy. Like They're trying to get healthy from being sick. If you can just start out on a healthy journey and a healthy pathway, you are going to accelerate way beyond folks um, later in life, which will be fantastic. Now, once you get further down the DIY sort of steps and you get into the investing, and if you take a portion of this and put it either in retirement or just a individual investment account, keep it simple. Pay low fees, dollar cost average into something uh, like index funds or something of that nature that really meets your timeline and goals. Uh, and hopefully that timeline is far enough away as far as investing goes, uh, that you can let this grow for some time. Only thing I want to add, which I think is wise on the traditional sense, and when I say traditional sense, it's, you know, again, saving, investing, just as, as Daniel was talking about, is I think it's important at this age, Joshua, since you're saying savings, I'm going to assume you did some fun stuff with the other monies you made. You know, maybe you bought something you were, you were, you know, needed or you wanted or whatever. And I think that's per perfectly fine. 
But I do think that this is a great opportunity if you have interest at all in markets and in the future, you know, kind of investing world, et cetera, for you to buy with this $1,000, for you to pick a couple stocks you might be interested in, a couple publicly traded companies, and own them. And I don't mean, you know, you might take the $1,000, and as Daniel said, you might buy the total market stock fund at, you know, Vanguard or Fidelity or something like that, which you might need help opening an account with your parents or Schwab or something like that. That's perfectly fine. But with the other monies, you might say, you know what, I like Nike or I like Tesla or I like what have you, you know, insert name here, and, and buy a few shares you don't need to buy, you know, years ago you had to buy 100 shares. You don't have need to do that anymore. There's no cost to do so, but it gives you the ability to start becoming an owner in a company. Now, why do I like that? It's not going to necessarily be a great performer. You might pick stinkers. I mean, I who knows? Or you might pick some standouts. I mean, it's irrelevant. The reality, however, is you're going to learn something about yourself. Number one, do you like that? Is that something that's interesting to you? That can open up a world of opportunities in career or you know, just within yourself if, if, you, if it's something you're interested in. And then number two, do you grasp that you're an owner of that company? Or is it just a piece of paper, meaning or a digital piece of paper? If you grasp that you are an owner in that company, again, we're talking about life-changing elements here. So I would encourage you... Be passive, as Daniel said. Keep costs low. Some index funds. All that stuff is simple. But take take a couple bucks. Consider buying a couple companies that you're interested in and go through that experience. I think it will be very, very educational and very valuable. Great question, Joshua. We wish you nothing but the best. I love Young Savers. It's fantastic. And uh, we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. Look, you can maybe purchase a book and learn more about investing or you know how to save further etc so i think that's a great uh a great thing to do as well is to start expanding your library of information all right all joshua did was sent us a diy uh, question to our uh, email podcast at diymoney.org an audio question of course to podcast at diymoney.org and we'll send him a 25 dollars gift card and because he was a junior bam top of the list how about that real simple uh, we are getting more juniors, so I might have to kind of curtail that a little bit. But anyways, uh, and again, we'll send him a $25 Amazon gift card. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. listening to this episode of the show if you want content delivered to you regularly be sure to follow us on instagram at diy.money and if you want your question aired on the show be sure to send that to us and you'll get a 25 dollars amazon gift card this show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice before making any financial decision please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed